What is off the groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. Hey, Scotty. Hey, Carter. What's going on? Nothing, man. What are you doing? I don't know. Is that how you want to start these now? Just me, hey, Scotty, or like, what do we, how do we start these now? It's a little different. We'll see how, how it goes. All right. Are you recording? I'm recording. Yeah. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. You and your toys. The man, the myth, the legend, Scotty Dubler. I went and saw Graham, and I, I played the video Check. thing that you made oh, for, yeah. uh, for Graham because she didn't get to call in last week, and yeah. Pa was sitting there, and he hadn't heard it yet. She wouldn't play it for him, so I played it for him, and he was laughing, and she's like, I can't believe you did that. I said, Carter did that. It wasn't me. What? That was awesome. Did she not like it? She's probably just like me. I do not like hearing my voice, and I bet she's the same way. Oh, it was great, dude. I had to make that little video. It was awesome. Yeah, it was good stuff. People loved it, too. You saw all the comments. Who, who doesn't love Graham? I don't know of one person that doesn't love Graham. We all love Graham. Love you, Graham. Love you, Graham. Uh, what else? Man, there's just no racing really going on, so I'm just uh, excited for the offseason, a little bit of break in the action. I'm out, out in Las Vegas until tomorrow, and uh, I'm, I'm super excited to be out here, but uh, we had to keep the streak going. It's been 43 episodes in a row, so... Uh, well, I was going to ask the question, what is Scotty Dubler doing in the offseason? But it turns out you go to Vegas. I went to Vegas this week, and as a matter of fact, I got a couple of phone calls right when I landed here. It looks like I'm doing a, an arena cross up in New York here pretty soon, and maybe a monster truck show or two here and there uh, in the next couple of weeks. So we'll have to see how all that works out. Never slows down for Scotty Dubler. Rocking the mic. So what's the, what's the next thing you got coming up then? You said you come back, and then what's what's going on? What's your next gig? I'm home for just a little bit. I think the next one might be Monster Trucks, but I'll have to look at my calendar. I don't know. Going back to his roots, ladies and gentlemen, Monster Uh, Trucks. You pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Uh, Is that that your tagline or is that theirs? No, that's that's just been Monster Trucks ever since I was a little kid. And it's always like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Right, but yeah, you don't say it like that. How do you say it? You pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Right. You sound like the commercial guy. Really? Yeah, well. Yeah, you were on for the first time ever on yeah. Off the Groove. How did how did you think it turned out? I mean, it was post. Like I, I edited the thing, so it was a little leeway. So you oh, so hear. you made your, you made yourself sound better. Is absolutely, what you're saying. absolutely. I'm the one editing. I get to make myself so, sound a little better. But no, but, really, did did people you know hear it? Did you get any feedback? It was a little nerve wracking, and people that. I've known my whole life that didn't even know that I was doing a podcast. They were blown away. So it was pretty, uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was, like I said in the beginning, it was a bucket list item and it's taken me 43 episodes to jump in front of the mic myself, but, uh, I absolutely loved it. It was a lot of fun and I look forward to doing it some more with you, man. It's going to be fun. Well, well, don't rush into the next thing. I mean, you know, 43 episodes before you step in, (laughs) so don't rush into anything again that fast. I know it takes some time. So I've been out here in Vegas since Monday and you had some guests lined up, and then here we are sitting here looking at each other on Skype, and we have no guests. Yeah, no, it's a, it's it's a off the groove first. Um, we usually are a couple weeks ahead of ourselves, which we'll probably get back to be doing here in the in the next couple weeks. But uh, you know, at the end of the season, and you going to Vegas and all that's kind of been a hectic week, and uh, we're sitting here with no guests. But uh, the show must go on, like you said. So we're gonna we're gonna figure out something. I think we ought to call a couple of people. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, this let's do it. Let's uh I heard something happened to Tommy Duma. I like, saw that on social media. Yeah. I think we need to check and see what happened to him. Yeah, I was actually texting I was actually messaging Duma because we're gonna have him on as a guest. And uh he said he's totally down, like he's got all the time in the world. He's in the same chair for twenty four hours, so maybe we call him. Yeah, I think we should give Tommy Duma a call. Stand by. Alright. I'm calling. has been forwarded to an automatic uh, voice message system. Three, three, zero. Is not available. Tommy Dumlet, it's Hollywood Dubler. You said to call you whenever, and you said you're in the same seat 24 hours a day, so are you screening my calls? Bye. Hey, dude. As soon as you hung up, he's calling my phone right now, so we're going to call him back. Hold on. You good if we call you right back? on? I'm going to call you on three with Scotty. All right, give me a call. All right, bud, thanks. What's up, guys? Tommy Duma, are you screening my calls? I am not screening your calls. My phone was out of my reach, and I couldn't, I couldn't get to it. Couldn't roll over. You are on Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler and Chris Carter, hey, and buddy. we just thought you were screening the calls because just a minute ago you said call me whenever, and then you didn't answer. So I know. What do you I know. Well, now I was, I was actually uh, in a different position when I sent that text, and I set the phone down, and yeah, that's when it all went bad. <laughs> Okay, well, I ha I haven't seen you since the New Jersey uh, awards banquet when I had to give my Rolex back to you. Um, yeah, you never gave that that watch back to me, did you? Oh, that's the one I hawked. Is that the one I put <laughs> took to the pawn shop? <laughs> so, so I've heard something happened since then. So uh, the flat track family wants to just check in on you. What 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 happened? What do we need to know? Oh uh, well, last Friday we were uh, went up to the cabin. We were going to do some short tracking and. Uh, so we were out there. We decided to take a couple laps around the track. Cody was driving. I was the wingman. And uh, we started actually on the back straightaway. Went into three and four. It was, uh, was quite nice. I leaned up like uh, you know, a good sidecar guy would. And uh, then we went down the front straightaway and then went into one. And uh, Cody just turned her a little too tight. And uh, both we had her in four-wheel drive. Both to the outside wheels stuck and uh high-sided and because i was on the low side it spit me right out the right out the side well are, are you okay i mean you say you're laid yeah. up in the living room tell, tell us what are you injured do, you, do we need to call call the class 39 and friends to help them help you out <laughs> yeah i don't know i think charlie might deny the claim on this one but yeah I, uh, as soon as it happened i kind of like jammed my head against the windshield and then flew out uh, landed on my uh, left shoulder and then uh, when I kind of came down to the ground, so did uh, the ranger, and it uh, was on my right foot, just Ooh. past my ankle. And uh, Cody, Cody hung on to the steering wheel, so he jumped out and then didn't have a scratch on him. But uh, he looked down on the ground. Uh, all the stuff came out of the back of the dump bed. There was gasoline cans and stuff everywhere, and he's thinking, oh, my God, I killed my father. <sighs> so he was, uh, he was in more shock than I was, screaming, oh, God, oh, God. And I say, hey. I said, why don't you try to lift this uh, four-wheeler off my foot? And uh, so the first, <laughs> first attempt, he's grunting, and it didn't move. And uh, so he got all the power of the Hulk in him or something. On the second lift, he got it up high enough to get my foot out. And so then I kind of did an army crawl away from there. And uh, 
he didn't know what to do next. And I said, "Go, hey, just put all, get all the garbage or all the stuff out off the track, put it back in the over here." I says, "Tie this uh, rope around the top of the four wheeler. Go up and get the jeep." And so he went up or uh, the pickup truck, got up pick truck, pickup truck, and come back and turned around two wheels and uh, brought it. Brought my wife down jackie she uh rode the four-wheeler back they loaded me up in the in the pickup truck and then we drove about 40 miles to a little uh, little hospital oh man that sounds pretty intense he had that superman strength yeah. though he was able to lift that thing right up yeah he got thank god he got it off there and uh of course we you know we were just going out there to drag the tracks i had some muck boots on but it's probably good that i had those on helped me save me a little bit but the final diagnosis was i fractured my uh shoulder blade the scapula on the left side and uh, broke one of my metatarsals on my right foot so Oof. here we are wow laying well, up the letting good, them rest yeah the, the good news is the race season's already over tommy <laughs> right so i got a long time to get back in the, in the shape to uh, come back and beat charlie roberts how, how long are they guessing you're going to be out for that they said about six to eight weeks I should be back to normal. Um, okay. No surgery, and there's really nothing, no soft cast or anything on the foot, and nothing for the scapula except for rest. So here I am, and my poor wife has to uh, get me this, get me that, get me this all the time. So I like how you're more concerned about getting things off the racetrack than you were getting yourself to the hospital. I, I liked how you, <laughs> you know, that's the racer in us that comes out and says, well, you got to make sure the track's clear. So we can keep practicing right. and playing. You know, we'll just send this right guy off to the hospital. The rest of us are going to keep playing. Right on, right on. I couldn't leave all my stuff out there. I knew she was going to be about a five-hour trip, round trip, and that's about what it was there and back. Yeah, wow. I, I can definitely tell that that's a racer's mentality because I would have been freaking out like your son if that was me. Yeah, he was, especially at first. He thought he killed me. So, I, yeah, I said, no, I'm all right. Just get this thing off me. <laughs> well. Well, Tommy, we, we wish you well, wish you a speedy recovery, but we just had to call and check in on you. We're going to try to have you on the show as our primary guest in a couple of weeks, but uh, man, heal up soon and, and uh, take care of business, and we'll talk to you soon. How's that? All right. Thank you, Scotty and Chris, and uh, I look forward to seeing all the fans come Daytona. All right, man. Well, thanks again, Tommy. We'll, we'll talk to you soon, man. You got it. Bye-bye. Always good to talk to Tommy. Look forward to hearing more about him in the coming weeks when we interview him for, for an episode. Who else are we talking to? Man, I think we need to call and check in with Brandon Bergen. He's been hanging out with my, uh, you know, my banquet date. <laughs> that dude is a trip, man. Yeah. On social on social media, he's he's pretty funny. I did in real I, life I too. What are you talking? Other. In real life too. Well, what yeah. are you talking about? Well, sure, but it, you know, I don't think I ever raced against him, so I don't know much about his personality. But you know, we had him on here before, and he was very insightful. He was one of our first guests, and he was our first mechanic we had on here, and. He got a really, really good response, and he was all worried about it. So I think we need to check in with him. All right, Tim Ford, you got his number? Oh, wait, I have his number. I'm calling. Stand by. Here we go. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Hello? Hey, man, what are you doing? Oh, just driving down the interstate naked. What are you doing? It's about, let, me, let me ask the questions here. What are you doing with my banquet date? You know, for whatever reason, you think that she was your date, but, I mean, you guys are scheduled to work together, you know? She <laughs> said she was my date on the microphone. I have it on tape. Oh. I don't know. I think she was on some drugs that day. Something. Drugs? Okay. Yeah, I don't do drugs. <laughs> Maybe she was so, wanted to go on a date. Scotty, I don't know. Yeah, I know. She likes tall guys. We figured that out. 
Yeah. So, Brandon, you, you've been on a mission lately. Both your social media, you're out there driving forklifts and rental cars and rental trucks. What are you, what are you doing? I've just been driving on the interstate, just walking around looking for looking for deer. Like I think Bronson Bauman's around here somewhere. So I've been been watching for him. Supposedly Briar's around too, but I don't really care about him. So just hanging out looking for Bronson. You're driving down the interstate in a forklift. Naked. Man. All right. That's why we have the wind noise. I, I figured that out. So can you tell me any of your plans for uh, 2019? Yeah, 2017 was a good year. You know, it was uh, we did pretty well with Indian Dill. Was pretty pumped on it. That's all you got. I said 2019. You said 2017. I love it, man. I love how you can't talk about anything except for you're naked driving down the highway. Uh, Heather, you have to put up with him all the time like this. Well, I don't usually have to put up with him all the time. Oh, that's uh, right, because you live in a different I guess city. I might. We live in different states, but at this racetrack. I don't have to put up with him because he's doing his job. I'm doing my job. So, really, I probably only spend about, I don't know, an hour with him in a weekend, maybe. And That's we're probably up on that hour. Here's I was going to I'm going <laughs> to have him drop me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get out of the forklift now. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I just had a call and check yeah, in on you what, guys. I don't know about where you're at, but it's cold as heck here in Indianapolis. And I don't like it. Well, I'm in Las Vegas, and I'm loving every second of it. All right, well, Monday, I'll be heading your way. Okay, sounds good. We'll see you then. Thanks for your time. <laughs> All right, have a good night. <laughs> well, he wouldn't tell us anything. I think he's busy driving down the road looking for deer and Bronson Bauman. Yeah, and I know it's so cold is because he didn't have any damn clothes on. <laughs> yeah, in a forklift, driving down the highway, it's got to be cold in Indiana. Poor Heather. Yeah, well, her hour's almost up, so she'll, she'll be away from him soon. Get it, fair enough, fair enough. Maybe we'll talk to him later. There's plenty of time before the 2019 season, so. Yeah. Who, there, who there, do you want to call? There is one more person I want to talk to. I was actually uh, texting with him earlier this week. Carver. He's up in, uh, they're doing some event in uh, Alton at the uh, Ride Organic compound. Oh, the place that Nick Daniels talked about. Yeah, and Colzabala. It's kind of a happening place. Yeah, Carver rides there a lot, too, when he's in town. I know he's been all over the place lately, but uh, they, they've got a big event coming up this weekend, don't they? Yeah, and it's like right in his backyard. He's from Alton, and uh, I think his pop's uh, barbecue shop is up there, too, right? Have you ever been to Alton, Illinois? Never, never. It's just it's just north of St. Louis, across the river. It's a little bitty town, if I remember right. I think I've driven through there. I've never been to the Ride Organic place, but uh, that's something we're gonna have to do, Carter. What I'm gonna do next year? I'm making it a goal for 2019. I'm going to Springfield Mile, hopefully both, but either the spring or the fall, and I'm gonna take a trip, special trip, to Carver's Barbecue. Well, the way to do that, Carter, is you fly into St. Louis and you fly out of St. Louis, so Done. you can either do it when you land. Done. Or you can do it do it on the way home. I'll do it both times. I like barbecue. I'm from Carolina. Come and, on. ooh, yeah, you got to be careful there. So, <laughs> and it's cheaper, though, to fly into St. Louis than going into Springfield. So, okay. if you're on a budget, if you're on a budget, you fly into St. Louis but, to get a rental car. Rental cars are usually cheap, and it's 100 miles north. Sounds like a plan. Hope we can make that happen in 2019. But for now, let's just chat with Carver. Hello? Hey, bro. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, man. How well, much, man? How are you doing? Oh, good, good. Just getting out of the store, picking up the last couple little things. Going to roll by another store, pick up some stuff tomorrow before uh, the D-Day weekend. Nice. Good stuff, dude. I haven't seen you since the banquet in the uh, in the season finale. What you been up to, man? Uh, so I flew to Chicago the, the day after the banquet, 
uh, had George Mack pick me up and grab uh, a practice 450 that he had finished uh, rebuilding for me. Went to Milwaukee, and then uh, me and my buddy Slow headed over uh, to the next uh, for the next weekend up in uh, New Richmond. It's over by uh, Minneapolis, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but it's in Wisconsin, so it's over on the border. And uh, did a uh, did a class on Friday with Feel Like a Dirt Pro. Um, did that Friday with Kevin Anderson. And then, uh, I kind of hung out all day, kind of like as a representative for, you know, flat track and, um, Saturday and Sunday, uh, with their event, it was district 16 and, uh, 23, or it might've been 18, but I think it's 16 and district 23. So it's Wisconsin and, uh, Minnesota's districts. They kind of come together and have a year in bash. So. Uh, did that, headed back to Milwaukee, grabbed some stuff, went to Chicago, picked up uh, some T-shirts that we got made up for the event that, uh, for the event that George Mack did for us, and uh, headed home. And I just been uh, cutting trails, you know, got the axe out, spray painting stuff the last couple of days, uh, laying banner for the course, and uh, just getting back home with my homies and figuring out how to stay on top of this event, you know, and, uh, make it, make it happen properly. You, uh, you definitely stay busy, dude. It seems like you never slow down or even, you don't even take a, take a breath during the off season. It seems like. No, no. And you know, like people are like, Oh, how, you know, you feel, you know, you, you happy to be done with the season and have some off time. I was actually, my season just started the day, yeah. you know, the day of the banquet. So, uh, yeah, we just go at it. I'm planning on maybe going out to California, racing a doubleheader at Paris, maybe go to uh, that day in the dirt, the Red Bull deal, and try and stay riding as much as I can. Um, I want to maybe go ride some ice up in Wisconsin, maybe do some of the endurance races, and then get to Florida. So uh, I, I'm really trying just to keep myself active and busy and staying on a motorcycle and keep myself focused uh, going into the 2019 year. We chatted last off season. You were pretty excited about the opportunity to build on your success and momentum from 2017. And I say you did that and more here in 2018. Um, we were talking about the favorite moments from the 2018 season, and I had to go with the Springfield win. I'm sure that's probably your favorite as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's 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 hard to put anything on top of that just just because what it is and and where it's at. You know, an hour and a half from my house, my first time ever racing amateur nationals. It was in Springfield, and I went up there and won the TT that that weekend. And I didn't even race the half mile because I didn't have leathers at the time. And uh, we just kind of got our feet wet. So um, I've also been racing the mile since uh, since a 125. So I've got to race, you know, all the bikes through there. And uh, so it's just it's just really cool being close to home and being right there and it being, you know, the the biggest national of the year, pretty much. And uh, you know back in the day used to be the champ for the year if you won just that race so uh amazing to do that and uh i'm really happy with where our team has went to you know i'm just super impressed with all of our forward momentum even though with our ups and downs we nobody keeps their head down we all just kind of keep charging forward and uh i'm really happy to have uh you know a team behind me that that we can do that together you know Love it, man. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, we'll get to chat with you again before we're racing back in 2019. But I wanted to get some details on this event you have going on this weekend. It's the uh, it's the third annual D-Day event there out at Ride Organic in Alton, Illinois. How did this uh, How did this event start? Well, you know, it's just a training facility we have there. We had 80 acres. I think we got about 60 now. And um, 
we just kind of wanted to put on a race, but we ne- we never wanted to be one of the tracks that to, to deal with the, the the races throughout the year with the AMA and the insurance and all that stuff. So what we do is we try and host a race or two a year, and um, so that's just kind of what started up. You know, three years ago we we decided, hey, let's put on a a, a loop like a track that connects all of our training courses so we used to have a gp track and we had a, a big field track over where the dirt track was and we had to sell, sell that part of the portion of the, the property but we also have a sand track we have another turn track now we have and we have a motocross track and then we have a couple miles of woods so what we do is we loop them all together and uh you know it's been anywhere from 500 to a thousand bucks to win it the last couple of years and so uh, we pitched in again it's 700 bucks this year we're nice. paying back eight spots. Everybody that's a pro, um, you know, that, that makes money back will make their money, you know, their entry fee back. And uh, so it's just a good time. You know, we got a kids' race in the morning, and that this is all going on on Sunday. It'll be 10 o'clock, amateur, you know, the kids' race, and then noon, we have a shotgun start, and uh, it'll be a two hour endurance race. So then, as well, on Saturday, we have so Saturday, we're going to have a whole bunch of fun and games. It's, uh, you know, we're just getting everybody together, ha- have a good time. I got some, some washers and some boxes, and we're going to do some horseshoes. Um, also do a little bit of uh, a costume contest. That's and awesome. uh, So then we have a couple of events. We're going to have a grass flat track we're going to do. Um, we're going to do a pit bike race. We're going to do a barrel race, kind of like horse style. Um, we're going to have a best whip competition. Nice. We're going to have a slow race, so it'll be the slowest the guy that gets to the finish line last that doesn't put his foot down and that's going to go across the creek up a hill so it's going to be hard to to go slow and then uh thing at the end just to kind of have some fun we're going to have an old school uh hot dog uh wiener biting contest where it'll be tandem and the guy on the back is going to try and you know bite a hot dog off a string so that's amazing um, we're just out here to, to have some fun. You know, my dad's going to come out. He's going to do some barbecue on Sunday. I'm going to cook some, cook some hot dogs and yeah. some stuff like that. My dad's got his uh, big smoker out there. So uh, we, we, we got some things together. Uh, Everguard, they're helping out. They're going to be a big promoter this year. It's uh, one of my oil additive companies from, uh, from this year at the Nationals. And uh, it's a good little group. They're going to have uh, Britt Stuckey's going to do over graphics. Uh, our our trophies and uh, we're gonna have a DJ out there. So really excited to keep building on it. I want to get some good pictures and be able to keep promoting it. Hopefully, do a spring and a fall time event is 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 what we're looking for for here on out. Um, and just trying to find a way to make some money to keep this uh, training facility uh, underneath us. So you know, all the local boys, we got guys driving three four hours away to come ride this place. So. Nice. Uh, you know, just trying to keep the place afloat and get it past these first couple of years and uh, just keep building a community. That's awesome. Yeah, and it seems like a big family event, too. I saw you have a, a, a kid's treasure hunt uh, that's got to be going on. There's 50-50 raffles each day, too, right? Um, how, do, uh, how, do people, yep, yep. How, how do people find out more about this event? Um, you can search me on uh, Instagram, okay. Jeffrey Carver 23 or you can go to Ride. It'll be uh, on Instagram or Facebook, Ride Organic MX. Okay. And uh, you'll see stuff posting off, you know, back and forth from us. It's pretty much just the social media stuff. But uh, I have stuff on my page right now and on my story as well. You can watch my story, and it shows uh, what we've been doing the last couple of days. And you guys will really get a good view on how things are laid out the next couple of days. So pay attention to my story. That will have a lot of good information. And 
you know, realistically, we're going to go Saturday. We got our games, but it's uh, we get everybody together and we're just we're just going to wing it and have a good time. And you know, as uh, all of us just get together and uh, just just a big fun party at the end of the year. You know, it's everybody goes out and races. We got a lot of amateur national kids uh, in motocross and woods, and we got dirt track kids. So it's a great time for just the two wheel community to come together and also bring in uh, just a local area for us. I love it, man. Yeah, and you said you were actually riding and mapping out the course earlier this evening, right? Yep, yep. Um, they're about ten minute, eleven, twelve minute laps. Okay. Uh, it'll it'll change a little bit there, but we were kind of adding them out. I think we're looking at a maybe a four or five mile course on it. So okay. it's uh, it's pretty cool, you know, light, tight corners. I know Dave Kiso who puts on the Springfield Mile. He's coming down. He's going to race. Uh, nice. Dallas Daniel's going to come over. So. Uh, I think Cole Sabal is racing it. Just listen to some of our dirt track community guys. Awesome. And uh, we got a couple of national motocross guys, too, that are going to come race it. Good stuff. And you compete every year, too? Yep. Last year, I was out running, and it was a week or two earlier. And I literally just got home from Paris National um, at like 3 a.m. <laughs> and raced at noon. Ended up swapping out a pump on the bike. Never got to see anything. Never got to help out just raced it so uh, i'm really happy to get a week here to be able to help help organize and uh kind of do my part to uh help help promote the thing so which one which one of your bikes are you riding uh i got a kawasaki 450 okay um i'm gonna ride that thing i also got a honda but i'm pretty sure i'm riding the cowie i uh i always got these older bikes i seem to never buy new 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 race or motocross bikes at all so I got a fuel pump issue I was having issues with, but I, I took the pump apart, cleaned the filter, and it's all running good now. So I'm going to slap a new filter in it before the race and uh, go have some fun. Hopefully the old girl makes it. If not, I know my buddy's got a, a bike that I'll hop off of and take off on as well because a two-hour race will really uh, take a toll on your bike. Jeffrey, it sounds like one hell of an event. Thanks for taking time out of your day to come talk to us about it here on Off the Groove. And, and congratulations on one heck of a season, too. Uh, fourth in the point standings, man. you got to be super proud. I know I'm proud of you. Hey, I appreciate it. I think we looked, and I was about three points, I think is what it was, out of, out of third. So to fight back like that with a couple of mechanicals and stuff, I mean, we were right there, maybe even in contentions for a second. But uh, I'm just really happy the forward momentum we got going. And uh, just try and get on top of that box. You know, the, the amount of podiums we did this year was amazing. And uh, last year we went to Arizona. And I wasn't even going to go to the race. And uh, Ben drugged me along with Vanderkoy. And I lined up on the front row of the main event for my first time ever on a mile. And uh, since then, I mean, you know, we've seen how the leaps and bounds have been. So I just, I just got my head down and I just keep charging. That's what it's all about, man. Steady improvements, and you guys have definitely done that over the past two years. Thanks again for taking the time. Have fun this weekend, man, out there in Alton, and uh, well, hopefully we'll talk to you soon before the 2019 season. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. All right. Take care, bro. Yep. See you guys. Well, that sounded like fun. Yeah, what a great event. I mean, I, we've got to go there, Carter. we got to go check it out. Yeah, I mean, I've never even thrown a leg over a bike, but... I still can't believe that. Yeah, maybe one day. Were you born in a bubble? Yes. Man, you got to ride a motorcycle. Can you ride a bicycle? Barely. Balance is not my friend, my friend. What's the question of the week, Carter? The question last week 
was what do people think about the 2019 season? And we got a couple calls. What do you think about the 2019 season schedule? My opinion is I hate to see Oklahoma City go away. Yeah. Sean Brassfield and Brass, Brass Monkey pr- Promotions went out there, put on a great event three years in a row. Yep. I feel I feel bad for him. I totally understand why American Flat Track wants to go to New Hampshire for Laconia. It's the third, third or fourth largest motorcycle rally in the United States. So there will be a built-in audience, but there was a huge crowd at the Oklahoma City race, too. The Oklahoma City race was not an AFT events race, so, you know, you got to weigh the goods and the bads. And I feel bad for the Oklahoma City people. I feel bad for the fans (laughs) in Oklahoma City because now we won't have a race. But that was one of the only open weekends that they had in Oklahoma City with that particular horse track. So it's a tough situation to be in. And you never know what's going to happen in the future. I mean, they could, down the road, bring back uh, Oklahoma City I mean, they, they're, we're going to Paris again. I know it's not the same track, but, you know, if, if the if the fans are there. And, you know, the part of the deal with going to horse tracks, Carter, is that you only get them a certain time period, and that might not fit into the American Flat Track Series schedule, too. I mean, they try to make the schedule where they can fit the races and try to catch, catch them on a swing, and, and I understand that. So uh, working with the horse track is tough because the horse racing goes on a lot of the year, too. So. Um, maybe we can find another facility in Oklahoma City that we don't have to worry about that, or maybe we can find another track close by there. So we'll have to see, see what happens. Absolutely. What do you think about the uh, the mix up in Arizona? I like it. Yeah. I was not a fan of that racetrack. I mean, the fans liked it. It was okay racing. The track was never real consistent all the way around. It got better each year. Which yeah. I, I my hats off to Dennis Pearson gang to make that track where it was raceable was was i i don't know how he did it but it's so hot out there i i haven't looked up that racetrack yet but i heard there's uh, you know quite a few lefts and rights an off-road truck racing facility uh. so i don't know if we're using the entire truck course i don't know yet we'll have to wait and see well i'll try to dig in to get some more information on that too but that's going to show who can ride moto yeah who who can turn right and who can use a front brake a lot of the flat trackers typically in the past haven't been able to. That's why we see people like Ryan Sipes come in and win the Buffalo chip because he, he, he can ride a motorcycle in any kind of condition. So it will it will separate who likes to turn right, who rides motocross bikes, and who can use the front brakes. So I'm all for it. I, yeah. I'm excited about it. Jake Johnson should do well there. A lot of people should do there. Yeah. Jesse Janis should go good there. Henry Absolutely. Wiles should go good there. You know, the typical TT guy should go good there, but we don't know until we see the facility. And from everything I heard, it's a truck racing off-road facility. That means it's set up already, so spectators will have a good seat. And they can see the entire track. So it's got a lot of good things. You know, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, you've heard what Scotty Dubler thinks. Let's hear what you had to say. I am a huge fan of Off the Groove and of American Flat Track, and I'm super stoked for the 2019 schedule. And the Daytona TT looks like it's going to be a rad one, and I hear they might make some track changes. So I can't wait for March. Hey, Scotty. Brad Benson here. Hey, I'm really uh, liking the new schedule. Um, I love that we have another TT. I love that they've added another short track. I would love to see a few more short tracks added to the schedule to mix it up a little bit more. Give those that are short track or TT experts or a little bit better in their wheelhouse a more advantage to equal out with uh, other competition that's better at half miles and miles. So I do like uh, the spreading of diversity and uh, seeing that... uh, we're getting a more balanced mix in our schedule of different racetracks and venues to uh, have our programs at. So that I'm super excited for. I think they're moving in the right direction. So um, hopefully we can uh, add a few more TTs or a couple more short tracks and 
and uh, have a really great up and coming years and growing our sport and our industry. So thanks for the opportunity to give you a shout and uh, everybody take care. God bless. Uh, my expert opinion on the uh, 2019 schedule is that there's not enough short tracks. The whole schedule should be short tracks. I don't know why the schedule isn't already short tracks, but it should be all short tracks. We don't have enough short tracks on the schedule, so I'm not going to do that great. But we still have a decent amount of short tracks, so I might do okay. We, we really don't know. Uh, I'm curious to get to Lasonia, uh, Laconia in New Hampshire, whichever that one is. That one's going to be, I don't know. I tried looking at videos of it. It doesn't exist. So maybe we're just going to race on pavement. I, I couldn't tell you. I love motorcycles. I wish I could. I wish you could come back to Charlotte. Oh, man, I love this song. Oh, man. Talking about the 2019 season. Oh, it just makes me give me a little shivers. Oh, man. I love me. Some good racing. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you that right now. Ah, uh, anyway, it's on rock. Uh, yeah. Just makes me want a fist pump. Uh. Flat track racing in New Hampshire. Yeah, buddy. Hey, Carter. Hey, Scotty. How about this? How about we ask the fans who in the flat track family that they would like to hear from on our podcast? That's a great idea. I mean, we got all off season to talk to people. So, I mean, we've got a list ourselves, but it's always great to add to that list. And why not listen to the fans? Let's do it. Tell us who you want to hear from on Off the Groove. 904-395-5956. Give us a call. Leave a voicemail. Who do you want to have on Off the Groove? And why? Tell us why you want to hear from these people. And some voicemail. You don't have to talk to either one of us. I mean, no. I know I'm pretty intimidating. But. I think some people are nervous to call in because they think it's like a live show. We're not there yet. We're working towards it, but we're not there yet. Maybe one day. Well, I guess we're Anything done, else? man. I think this, okay. is a, right. this will be a short and sweet episode. Um, I don't think it's going to be that short. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll be about 30 minutes, probably, when I edit it, but... We'll see how it turns out. This is this is kind of experimental. We're all experimenting here. I thought it was awesome. It should be fun. We'll see how people react to it. When do you okay. leave Vegas? Tomorrow morning, early. Tomorrow morning. So this is your last night to win me some money. Yeah. All right, man. Go win me some money. All right. Later, bro. All right.